Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. You want to build a brand so you can have a thriving business, be featured in the media, attract higher quality clients, and be a leader in your field. You believe a book can help you get there. But how do you do it? What's important now is that I am a best-selling author, and that's awesome. All of my speaking events are actually from my book content. Everybody kept saying do a book. It doesn't have to be any good. There's no better marketing tool. There's no better calling card. In this show, I break down how to write, publish, and promote a book that will build your brand. Get ready, book brand builders. You're about to launch to the next level. Welcome to Build Your Brand with a Book, the podcast formerly known as Launchpad, where I talk to experts and myself, Anna David, New York Times bestselling author, about how to best build your brand and business with a book. So let me just say thank you for sticking with me through another transition with the podcast. And now I'm going to tell you about my guest, who is my friend and client, Jean Moran. Now, on the surface, you would not peg Gene and I for being collaborators. He is the founder and president of Capital Integration, as well as an active duty Navy captain. He's a proven Navy financial manager, a designated joint specialty officer, and was just named one of the top lobbyists of 2020 by the National Institute for Lobbying and Ethics. I, meanwhile, don't even know what some of those words mean. And yet we're collaborators. Uh, We, which is to say Launchpad, my company, published his first book, Pitching the Big Top, How to Master the Three-Ring Circus of Federal Sales. And it radically transformed his business by placing him in the public square as an expert on his topic, which is selling to the government. So that may not be the brand that you're looking to build, but it was genes, and it proves that this strategy works for anyone, no matter the industry. So in this episode, we talk about why he decided to do a book, the way he went about it, and just how much additional business it brought in. So if you want the show notes, which includes a transcript of this episode, as well as links to download, just go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash gene, G-E-N-E, or Go to buildyourbrandwithabook.com where there are several goodies as well as the latest show notes. And now I give you Jean Moran. Well, Jean, thank you so much for doing this. It's my pleasure, Anna. Glad to be here. I don't I don't pick favorites, but you're my favorite client. Any client who's listening, <laughs> you're 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 a favorite too, but we're just not talking right now. What's- Only Anna can get away with that. <laughs> What's special about us chatting today is that you got in a literally an award today already uh, from the National Institute for Lobbying and Ethics. Can we talk about that? We can. It's uh, just amazing timing. Uh, it, it was a, uh, a peer recognition award, um, you know, 
by lobbyists of lobbyists. Uh, I, I refer to myself as a government relations advisor, but uh, it, it's always nice to be acknowledged by peers for, for the work that I, I get to do with clients that are, that are just great to work with. Thanks for mentioning it. Well, and this, I have a self-serving question that probably isn't relevant. Do you think your book had anything to do with that award? Probably not. Actually, actually, yes, because a part of the uh, criteria I learned was uh, how have I helped innovate within the field? And one way that they viewed uh, my innovative effort was that I wrote a book that made the process of Washington more approachable for clients, companies who aren't living in the Washington area. So many of my clients are from all over the country and different parts of the globe, and they don't have that regular access and understanding of the process. And so this book was, was a way to make it more approachable. And that, that was our, our goal at the beginning, and it, it had a, a secondary effect for us. Yeah, just for more frosting coming all the time. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your decision to write a book. I, I am pretty sure it came from being in the Alan Weiss community. Is that right? He certainly uh, is, is somebody who has had a major influence on how I have uh, uh, organized my business and thought about my business. And um, uh, after reading his material participating in his events, uh, it, it became clear to me that I was, uh, I was not fully appreciating the degree of expertise that I could bring to the field. And uh, it didn't take me long to, to accept that, yeah, I have enough material that's original that I can package in a different way. And I got a little professional help to do that. Well, yeah. And I think everybody should know that if you have at least a decade in your field, you have a lot to teach people, probably even if you have less time. Gene and I are lucky enough to have a lot more time than that in our respective fields. But I, I, you know, and, and I remember at the event that we met at, but didn't meet at, which is to say we were both there, but didn't connect until afterwards, really. I remember it began with Alan taking out a, um, a whiteboard and saying, going around the room and saying, how did you hear of me originally? And 99% of the people said it was from his books. Do you remember that? Absolutely. That was an eye opener. Uh, probably 25 people in attendance at a, at a, a workshop about how to, how to work on your business. And um, that, was a, that was a clear message from a very, very diverse audience that books yes. tell a story. And we should say 25 hands out of probably 35. It wasn't like this was some huge workshop. It was a, I don't know. I'm terrible with numbers, Gene. I know you're really good with numbers. So no, no, no you're, you're right. I stick with the 99% because that, that's, that's where it was. This, this was a focused group, but an extremely diverse group uh, meeting in New York city. And, and uh, uh, there was, there was no doubt everyone had come to him because of a book or a book referral. And interestingly, I found out about his book by listening to a podcast. I was listening to a business podcast. I listened to all the time. I was on a hike and I just said, who is this man? He's, he's sharing truths in, in a way that I've never heard someone talk before. He really got my attention with Napoleon Hill was full of it. He was the worst, you know, when every other entrepreneur always talks about Napoleon Hill. But anyway, point is, 
I remember you saying when we first talked, you wrote it so that I, I think the expression you used so that you could be in the public square. Was it something Cor- like that? Correct. And, and uh, you know, that's a concept that I think people in any business need to just embrace. I was a little slow to embrace it. The, the fact is, if you are in business, people are evaluating you long before you meet them. Or even if you've been referred to them, they've checked you out pretty well before you have your first conversation. You may be 30% through a sales qualification process before you have that first conversation. And so one's presence in the public square, what do you look like all the time? What's your body of work? Do you have books? Are you on social media? Do, are you, do you write articles? Um, that sort of stuff matters. And it, it, it adds up to how people evaluate one's professionalism, capabilities, body of work in, in today's society. Yeah, and I think one of the misperceptions about books is that you have to sell a million copies for that to be true. And it is so not true, so not true. You know, um, I know you, well, first of all, let's go back to this first book. You got professional help from someone who already worked with you in terms of the writing process. What was the writing process like? Did you follow a structure? How did you do it? Well, I wouldn't encourage everyone to follow my model. Uh, I... uh, I sort of just went at it from an outline that I had been using to brief clients with. And I had a very bright intern working with me who was, uh, who was between college at Georgetown and starting law school at Boston College. And she was a gifted writer. And I would give her bursts of my product and she would try to clean it up for me. And uh, uh, we went back and forth doing this. Um, my wife and I were actually on our, on our boat in the Bahamas uh, while I was doing some of this. And uh, in a matter of a few months, we got what I thought was a pretty good manuscript. And then I, I connected with another person in Alan Weiss's community, uh, Dan Janelle, who is a, a gifted editor in his own right and, and former newspaper person. And he looked at it and said, yeah, you might need a little developmental work here. And he, he helped me sort of formulate it a little differently, uh, put, a, put a creative uh, title to it that, that uh, we, we, we continued to, to improve. But then I got to a point where I, I was like, okay, now, now we think we have a product, but how do I get it to market? And that was where the magic of Anna David came in. That's where I came yeah, yeah. in. What were you going to do before you met me? Were you going to find a cover designer and do this uploading yourself? What were you? What was your plan? So, yeah, like many people who try to do their own marketing, I, I thought that, yeah, this uh, Kindle publishing through Amazon, that doesn't look too difficult. I, I knew people that had done it. Uh, some people make it look very easy, and, and I'm sure in some ways it is. Um uh, People describe that you can go to Fiverr and get someone to do your cover and get an ISBN. And suddenly I came to recognize that, wow, this is a lot of cobbling together and it's going to take more time and effort than I really want to put into this. I don't get that cathartic experience from the whole writing and and putting a book together. Some people do, but I'd rather focus on my work and hobbies and have the book just come come to life. So uh, when when you and I were uh, fortunate enough to, to run into one another after the New York event, uh, 
that that was where I recognized, hey, I I just found somebody who can take this across the finish line for me. And that that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I will say technically you could say it is easy to do the Kindle publishing because you could you can create a cover on Amazon. You can create a layout, but but do, the difference between doing it right and doing it, you know, doing it and doing it well is mammoth. And I know because I had to learn firsthand. So so yes, yeah, so we so we we published this book. It became number one in its categories. We were all very happy, and then. And then what happened next? How did you market it? How did you use it to attract clients? All of that. Well, I, I wish I could fully describe the, the, the magic nature of what unfolded, but it seemed that my uh, existing organic network uh, definitely latched on to the, the idea that I had a book. You know, the congratulations start to flow, the... Uh, just the, the noise level and the, I guess, the, the social media impressions uh, rise considerably. And suddenly, my network, I think, was viewing me in a different way. Like, oh, wow, look at this. I, I didn't know he did that or, or didn't know he had it in him. Um, and referrals start to come in, uh, in a, at a different pace and of a different quality uh, pretty much immediately. I would say within the first quarter, I knew, wow, this this was really a smart move. And I, I, I hadn't really thought it through like that uh, prior to that happening. You know, embarking on a book seemed like a smart idea. If nothing else, it was another piece of professional credentialing. But the uh, the activity and the sort of the, the, the flywheel effect uh, definitely kicked in fairly quickly for, for me. Did you have to do anything? Did you mail out copies or did it just happen organically? I have not done a big mailing. Uh, others, uh, I understand, do that fairly regularly. Um, my The nature of my work is that I don't have a big client turnover and I, I don't look to uh, attract a huge number of clients in any given year. I, I, I just, I have sort of steady growth of a small number of clients. So my, uh, my whole client acquisition mindset may be a little different than, than others. Uh, so I, I have not pushed that uh, too, too much. Uh, mm -hmm. If somebody asks, you know, I'm, I'm happy to sign them and, and, uh, and, and give them away. Uh, I've made them available for free on some occasions. Uh, when I when I speak at, at events, you know, pre pre COVID, you know, I would certainly make reference to it, and and you can see that you know people uh, go to the website and, and download it. And so um, I, I'm really glad you mentioned this higher quality of client it attracts because I think a lot, any entrepreneur spends a lot of time. Maybe you found a way to avoid this speaking to people who are not the right client or agreeing to work with somebody who's not the right client. Um, and, and a book is an excellent weeding out process because you get to show kind of the quality of your work. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, my business is about helping companies connect to the Washington process. And the, the very large companies, <clears throat> excuse me, have a full-time Washington presence. 
smaller companies, medium-sized companies don't necessarily have that. And some just don't have the bandwidth to support that sort of support. So I can be that bridge to them to help them in the DC space. Um, that doesn't mean that everybody is ready to work the DC environment. And so there are some companies that are, you know, you watch Shark Tank, you see, you know, hey, you're not quite ready for us. Or we're not quite ready for you. That exists, I think, in many businesses. It does exist in my business. Uh, so I, um, I am always looking for companies who are ready to make that step increase in activity and sales to the government, uh, help their, uh, you know, improve their own government positioning. Uh, and that requires a company of a certain sustainability and, and cash flow and to cut through it, quality. Uh, they need to be ready to go work with me. Yeah, I think also a thing for me was, well, what you start to notice ironically is the people who are trying to, and this is kind of off topic, haggle the price are often the, the people who are going to be the most difficult. And then the people with this abundant <laughs> mentality who are just like, okay, great, let's just do this are the ones who end up being a joy to work with. Um, and I will say, I remember <laughs> when I told you the price, you just go, I'm still standing. <laughs> like you weren't, you didn't, you know, you weren't like, what? Um, but, um, but so, okay. And so then let's talk about, then you decided, hey, this was so great. I want to work from the beginning with Launchpad. Um, was that partially, uh, you know, I'm imagining it took a lot of your time to write that book on your own. Do you, would you be able to estimate how many hours it took you? I really have never tried to put a number to it. Um, let's just say I made the go decision in April of 2019. I remember this well. I was at an Alan Weiss event and I came out of it saying, what am I waiting for? And within months, you and I were talking. So we, we published in October. So that was six months so back up some of these developmental uh, back and forth efforts, uh, you know, to get to a manuscript. It was probably four months of commitment. Uh, you know, I'm still, I, I do still work and uh, you know, that's, that's the full-time job. Um, so it was, it was, you know, months of effort. Some people pour years into a, into a book. I've come to recognize that there are faster ways to do it and, and uh, less labor intensive ways to do it. <laughs> Well, you did, that's pretty fast, what, you, what you're describing. When somebody says they're working on a book for years, I go, oh, God, not because they've wasted the time, but because the book is probably in disastrous shape, because it just suggests that they've been writing without a structure and just kind of changing and all those things that not just take a long time, but really make the process fixing more difficult. Do you know what I mean? So for anybody out there, who uh, questions their ability to write. I'm, I'm a great example of somebody who is not a naturally gifted writer. In fact, I, I recall Dan Janelle coming back to me saying, we've got to get rid of this, this uh, passive voice. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know what he was talking about. Was, Dan, how do, you, how do I identify that? And he rattles off these words that are, they, they just glare at Andy Cannon and stand that they jump off the page at him, this passive voice. Now I finally am coming to recognize what that really means and, and why it's so boring to read that way. 
we do tend to speak that way often. And that, that's, that was part of my problem. But, uh, you know, having some, some professional eyes help work through that sort of thing, uh, you know, make, makes it much more uh, readable for, or enjoyable for the reader to actually read the book. So some of those people, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to your, your topic here of uh, self-publishing. I've observed many, many colleagues who have been counseled to go with a professional publisher, go with a commercial publisher, not, not professional, commercial publisher. And they wait forever. They wait 18 months using an agent or multiple agents. And they, and they go to 50 publishing houses to try to get published. And they're, they're just, they're waiting, 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 waiting. We went from start to published to number one in six months such that it was having an effect on my business within months after that publication date. And I, I've shared this story with many people who are clinging to this idea that you have to have a, a, an expensive literary agent that's working the publishing houses for you. If your goal is to have a book that will help your business, my experience with this book is that that's a that's a lot of wasted time that you don't have to waste. I know. And you have generously sent me probably 10 people who I've talked to who, who have not been convinced of that. And it's, I think it's, it's this, and I get it. It's like that dream that they know the statistics are really bad for selling a book, but they think they're going to be the exception. And they just, you know, and they say things because I talk to these people all the time. Whenever I talk to someone who says that I'll circle back. Uh, once I've, you know, sort of gotten the agent and publisher, I know they're never publishing a book. I know it. And um, they'll say things like, I want to be sent on tour. This was pre-COVID. I, I don't know personally any writers who the publisher sent on tour. I know a lot who arranged their own tours. And they say, I want to get my book in bookstores. And, and that, you know, getting published traditionally doesn't mean that. I find it easier to get my book in bookstores now. I got this new one in Barnes and Noble by walking in and chatting with someone who worked there. I wasn't even trying. Well, that's the magic band of David right there. Well, you bring this, you bring this uh, infectious enthusiasm to your work that people can't ignore. And so they want to be a part of that. You, uh, you see how to become one of my favorite clients. You just have to say things like that. Um, <laughs> now, now you're too classy a guy to talk numbers, but how, how much money would you say this book has made you? I mean, I guess percentage wise in terms of new clients and all of that. I mean, I'm imagining the actual book sales. We, we all tend to make a couple hundred bucks, like not a lot, but what about in terms of new clients and business? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not the book sales. It's the, it's, it's the access to clients and, uh, and landing business from, uh, by leveraging the book, uh, we are now 13 months from our publication date. Uh, it's November 2020. And that number is between 35 and 40% higher uh, business revenue, 35 to 40% higher than pre-book. How much of that is the, how much of that is the book? Some, some significant piece of it has something to do with the book. <laughs> I can't tell you the exact makeup. I mean, and that's the thing about books. It's also the thing about podcasts. People say, how much does it help your business? And it's impossible to quantify because it's not a number that adds up. You just know it adds to your legitimacy. Um, 
I will point out to anybody who's doing mad calculations, he mentioned having a boat in the Bahamas. So we know he's already, he was already doing pretty well. So 35% is, uh, is probably a significant number. That's all I'm saying. So I get asked regularly, hey, is it worth the price that you pay to, to do these things, to have, have an editor, have a, somebody do the publishing for you? Uh, to me, it was an absolute no-brainer, and you know we we can talk about our our follow-on uh, projects, yeah, if, if if you like, and, and you know those decisions were quite easy for me to 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 make as a result. Yeah, I mean, so then we signed up, uh, you know, to do a monthly retainer with you, where you know, and we're figuring out what it is, but we got blog posts and speakers. Uh, you know, packets and these things together and, and we're in regular communication. So it becomes, I think, if you're smart, a relationship. And then of course, we're releasing your next book in 2020 and we're helping you write it. 2021. 2021. Yeah. I told you, you, I'm not going to. So um, the, the, uh, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry. The, um, that we decided to keep working together. Yes. So here, here's something that uh, you know maybe, maybe listeners would, would gravitate to. I mentioned your infectious enthusiasm. You are also in a very different bubble, so to speak, than I am in. And and I think this election showed us we are all sort of in bubbles. We 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 work in different areas. We self-select our news, <coughs> excuse me, in different ways. We we are coming at things from a different perspective. As we speak today, I, I live in Florida, but my work effort is focused on Washington, D.C. My being outside of the D.C. area 90% of the year helps me have perspective. You, being in Los Angeles, have a completely different perspective on things about how people consume information, about how I'm perceived in a marketplace. And so... Yes, we have a retainer relationship that has some flexibility to it because there's different things that come up about what I might need help with or want perspective on. Uh, sometimes it's about how to, how to write something in, in short order, a, a blog post, how to reposition for speaking opportunities. These things don't just naturally happen where people show up on programs of associations to, to be a speaker or be a panelist. There's somebody in the background helping make those things happen. Anna is on my team to help make those things happen. And, uh, you know, it, it takes that load off of me. And it's a very, very minor uh, price to pay to have that sort of high caliber support. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, obviously I love it. I, I, I do think that's another misperception is that people think, well, I have a book. So speakers are, you know, speakers, agencies and bookers are going to come knocking down my door. Nope. Nope. You no, got to make no. it happen. And it, so I, I, yeah, go on. I, I happen to know personally, and I'm sure many people listening to, I know personally many of the people that are uh, political pundits on the major cable channels. Uh, they are not there by accident. They're there because they want to be there. Many are there because they're paid to be there and they have aggressively positioned themselves to be there. Uh, it's the same in uh, speaking opportunities uh, throughout the country, whether it's in an in a, uh, in industry association sort of event or if you're invited into a, 
uh, maybe a prospect or, or another business setting. Uh, those things, uh, it's rarely just by uh, power of your own personal brand. There, there has to be some effort on, on one's part to do that. Um, I, I sort of left off the second part of our, our follow-on work uh, about the second book that you, you alluded to. Seeing the success of the pitching the big top, how to master the three-ring circus of federal sales, that, that convinced me that that's not my only message that I can share and that, that I would like to tell and I would like more people to know about, but you know me, I'm a fairly reserved person. It, these things don't just uh, you know, come out when somebody interacts with me, but uh, I, I recognized that my prior military experience, my corporate experience, my now entrepreneurial experience working in Washington, there's a through line there that, many people might be able to relate to about transitions in life and opening up to different opportunities. And so uh, I knew that had book potential, but I didn't want to sit down at the computer and type it out. So you have another way to do that. And um, you know, that, that appeals to me and I'm excited to do it. And, and I know goodness will come from it. I don't know exactly what that will look like but you have to be willing to move in that direction toward these big goals. And, and amazingly, good things come. Yes. And I, and I don't want this to sound like one long commercial for Launchpad. I want it. To, I want more people to understand what a book can do for your business and to see how possible it is and to see that, you know, frankly, and uh, you know, well, I, I I got a good college education. It's my fault. I squandered it a little bit, but this is, this is sort of the new college degree. Do you want to go get another degree or do you want to be considered an expert with the book? And no matter how you do that, this will help you no matter what business you're in. That's, that's what I think. So Jean, this has been a delight. Unsurprisingly, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? I wasn't expecting that one for the for the close, Anna. I have to say, I I really enjoy working with you. I, I use I use the word enthusiasm a lot. You bring you bring a lot of energy that I I get energy from. I love working with people that are that are like this. Uh, I love working with clients that that, that bring that kind of energy. Uh, it, it it makes the it makes the work that much more pleasant. Uh, th- this has been a great experience for me. Uh, I I have certainly uh, uh, not thought twice about. Uh, embarking on a book and uh, as we've discussed uh, moving on to more so i look forward to a long relationship well thank you thank you and thank you anybody who is listening i hope you are super motivated from this story and um i will see you next week slash talk to you next week thanks bye